welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. I'm sorry. Uh, my name is James. I'm Joseph. And today, uh, David's not here. David is in Atlanta, right? Yep. He's Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, I don't know what he's doing there. I'm just kidding. No, he's on a, he's a, it's a work, it's a work thing, um, which... Which is why we can't get together because we're all trying to pay for Star Wars Celebration that we yeah. just went to. So, oh, and we're also trying to save money for the next for one the coming next up, one, man. Yeah. Like, my, my wife is over here having conversations. Well, well, next time you go, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, like well, <laughs> yes, I have permission to go. <laughs> I'm literally wearing like what I like what I bought there. Like, yeah, I, yeah, it's it's bad. I went through all of those clothes, all the shirts already, and then I also so like. Every day, just about, I would have a new shirt yeah. at Celebration, so I went through my suitcase for the last couple oh. of days, too. It's, I've been living out of my suitcase, Yeah, still. I washed all of them, and I set them all up and wore them already. And there was the, uh, one day my wife and I went to Target, and mm-hmm. I had this shirt on. Or no, she I had my Mandalorian shirt on. Right, right. this one on. And the guy from Target was like, hey, I like your shirts. Whoa, whoa, wait. Did you go? <laughs> I was like, I went. And he was like, oh, my gosh, how was it? It was so cool. That's amazing. So, um, and I was like, I have a podcast. No, I'm just joking. I didn't know. <laughs> I wanted you should to, listen to it. I wanted to throw a plug in there. So, okay, so we bought the new Claudia Gray book while we were there at Star Wars right, Celebration. Right, right. And if you watched our videos, you'll see um, the first day Joseph and I were like, we are getting this book. <laughs> like, that was the main goal of Thursday. Yeah, was It was pretty fun. Book. It was amazing. We just immediately got into the uh, to the con and mm-hmm. went straight for the uh took us a while to find it yeah because we were like it's next to this it's next to this it's next to this it's between and, the tie fighter and, and then, <laughs> so yeah the i was thing. like okay the tie fighter's over here because we went i think we went to the back first or we walked one way they were like whoa, whoa, whoa no no it's over yeah. here that we had to walk and, and then like, it's between the it. tie fighter and the and star then, wars show stage and then we found <laughs> it we got the book we went back a couple hours later and okay i'm gonna embarrass ourselves here so we bought the book which is it's this one right here and if you're watching us on youtube you'll see it so it was this we got the exclusive cover one which is amazing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um <laughs> we were gonna go back a couple hours later to and get, get it signed to get it signed <laughs> and then we're sitting down eating expensive hot dogs and pretzels because that's that's what we do that's what we do and i opened up the book and sure enough right there it says signed edition and it already had her autograph in it <laughs> so there's her autograph i promise it's it's all it's real too yeah like it's and we were like oh my gosh how embarrassing would it have been if we had gotten up into the line and been like hey will you sign this and she was like i, I already already did, did bro <laughs> and i'd be like oh man i almost bought bloodline just so she can sign it like I yeah almost bought, i mean it'd I be like, worth it but uh but i was like no no it was and plus the line at that point was already it was ridiculous ridiculous i'm also i'm thinking i'm gonna to reread um her first book lost stars lost stars yeah so yeah that's what i was gonna get to in case you don't know claudia gray has written lost stars bloodline leia right. princess of yeah. alderaan and now master and apprentice yeah and i think um, a couple months ago we did an episode that was just us talking about the claudia claudia gray books that yes. have come out at this yeah, point we, we and uh, if you haven't go back find it it's one of our episodes we have but we love claudia gray yeah like, she's we, fantastic she's amazing okay so we're gonna break this podcast up into two parts we're gonna do our first spoiler free um, episode where we talk about what we but about the book the plot right. of the book and then our second part is going to be the fun stuff like yeah the, the stuff that we we're like oh that was really cool <laughs> um okay so i guess i'm not good at synopsis are you pretty synopsis yeah are you pretty good with a synopsis um yeah i can probably i can do my best to break it down to where all right so i'm not down. giving too much stuff away yeah, break it, it down break now it down. so um, yeah for the first half like i said it's going to be strictly just us discussing reviewing and, reviewing and the book. discussing okay. it um so this book is basically a, um, it's the beginning of Qui-Gon Jinn, not even the beginning, like in the middle the end middle, of yeah. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan's uh, relationship as Master and Apprentice. Um, 
you know, I think it's five years in, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's roughly around around that because they've already been they've already gone on stuff. Right, they've already, done a couple missions and together you already, already. Hear about? Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Um, <laughs> so it's it's their their relationship kind of growing in a weird tension between the two of them because they're two very um, diametrically like opposed viewpoints mm-hmm. on what the council wants, what the will of the force is, where the Jedi's responsibility lies. Um, and in the beginning of the book, like the two don't even, they don't mesh well at all. It, the, it starts mm-hmm. right off the bat with a fight scene. Yeah, um, I'm not was, giving anything yeah, away by saying this. Which was really well, like it literally throws you in. Right. And then like you said, you can immediately see how each of them thinks about the other right. one. And you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like, it, these, and these... it's in it's in Qui-Gon's point of view, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Obi-Wan, get the door. And Obi-Wan like blasts the door and shuts it so that other people can't get in. <laughs> but that means they also can't get out. And he's like, oh, this kid should know better by now. No, We've been he, together so either long. Either he's like, get the door or take care of the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he just freaking just just destroys, destroys the, the controls and, um, and it was a cool and i love the way she does action yeah because i could see it like I could right see like, you, you, know, you feel like you're yeah. part of the action you can like, feel the the way the camera would shift if you're oh, watching yeah. it on on a screen i don't know how she does it but it's, it's really well done it's awesome. um all right so yeah, and anyway so it goes on to do things like that and then um <laughs> yeah it was lots of bad and then um it it Introduces a couple new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rail Avaros is one of them, um, and he is the he's a Jedi who is the um, what's the word I'm looking Lord for? Lord Regent. The, Lord Regent. Thank you mm-hmm. of of a uh, planet. Uh, How did you say it? I can't even remember what it's like. Pijali. Pijali. Pijal. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Pijal. like Pijali or Pijali. Like, yeah. It reminded me of an Italian dish. Pijali. Pijali is delicious. Um, <laughs> and he's basically raising the the queen to be on this planet um as a jedi but he's kind of like a i don't know how to explain he's kind of a wild card if you will the jedis don't exactly know what to do with him yeah they didn't because he has a you find out in the book he has a very dark past right very dark past. yeah holy crap they went there with this um he has a very dark past and like you said the jedi were like well um you can go here and yeah he here's a there. here's a mission for you and it's gonna take a while yeah you and can, he stays there for a, a i think long he was there for time. seven years yeah. um and then it also introduces the characters of rahara and pax yes um which were great characters i thought, oh, I thought I, they were gonna suck like when they started yeah explaining, I, was like, I was like okay <laughs> but then but then as you start to see the dynamic between them especially pax yeah i was like oh we i've never seen a character like pax well and he's ever. a character we'll get into it when we get to yeah. the spoilers but like at first i was like this character's lame i kind of hate him and <laughs> and like and as as out. the the book progressed i almost called it a movie but as the yeah. book progressed like you're like oh oh Oh, this guy's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> oh, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, why yeah, he yeah. is the way why he is. is this jerk that yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and then Rahara and they're they're jewel thieves. They're jewel basically. Thieves, yeah. um, and it's the culmination of all of these characters coming together to um, coronate the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, because on the on the planet of Pajal, but we're gonna the, call it Pajali, all right? There Pajali. Um, there was Sorry, uh, there's been a lot of terrorist activities, mm-hmm. and uh, Real Avaros, who's assigned there as a Jedi, can't figure it out, and he requests from the Jedi Council um, Qui Gon because mm-hmm. he's he knows Qui Gon already because because go for it. They were both Count Dooku's apprentices. Yes, which I it blew my mind yeah. when I read that. I was like, well, oh, and by the way, it's Dooku 
because it's like Yoda. That's that's the only name he's ever and, had. And when he left the Jedi Order, he was made Count of a planet of Sereno. Yeah, Sir, and so after that, he got the title of Count Dooku. Right. So for all of us who were always like, "What was his? What's his first name?" Dooku is his name, just the yeah. way like we have Yoda, just the way like we have Chewbacca. Prince Madonna, Prince Madonna, yeah, yeah, <laughs> McLovin, you know, <laughs> Zendaya. <laughs> yeah, his name oh. is. <laughs> We can keep going. His name is Dooku. And so, yeah, Rail was Dooku's former apprentice. Was his first Qui-Gon. apprentice, yeah. And um, what's interesting about the book is that um, you, you go through chapter and chapter, mm-hmm. but then there's a chapter that says before. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, ooh, what is this? I was this? like, what's going on before? And then before is all the stuff with Dooku and Qui-Gon. When and Qui-Gon it's, was it's Qui-Gon's, Qui-Gon is roughly Obi-Wan's age. Yes. Um, in the before stuff, so it's it's a very similar dynamic to between Dooku and Qui Gon as Qui Gon and mm-hmm. Obi Wan, um, but it feels like Qui Gon and Dooku got along a lot better, yeah, a lot Qui-Gon quicker. And Dooku got along. Their relationship well. developed very quickly, whereas Obi Wan and Qui Gon had to actively work on their mm-hmm. their partnership, if Wh- you will. Which I loved. Yeah, I'm not because that makes that makes the story that much more interesting when you read about Obi Wan, how he was, and knowing how he is, you know, in the future, right? And then to be like, man, he was he was kind of a he was a funny teenager, you yeah. know, like he was not funny, but you know, like he, he's, he's not your typical teenager. Who's like, I'm going to break all the rules and do what I feel like. He was like, the council said to do this. So I'm going to do this. He's very straightforward. Exactly. Yeah. And you contrast that with Dooku, who was like, I'm going to do this. And Qui-Gon was like, yeah, we tie, should do that. Tie, yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> but, then, but, then, <laughs> but then, you know, Qui-Gon also started to kind of like question him. Right. But then what was really cool was as soon as Qui-Gon started to kind of question Dooku and his motives, Dooku was like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do that anymore. We're going to focus on You're this. You're right. And, uh, my bad. And then it was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the uh, one of the main things of the book, um, which, by the way, we're kind of describing it horribly, but... No, I think so, we're doing all right. Um, the prophecies. Okay. Yeah. That was... That was unexpected, but at the same time, it was very expected right. in the story. So when we say prophecies... Qui-Gon has Obi-Wan researching prophecies, mm-hmm. je- old Jedi prophecies that are going to come true or that they first saw. Right. And um, and then you find out in the before, Dooku also had Qui-Gon doing the same thing. Actually, Dooku didn't. Didn't. Oh, Rail, that's right. Rail is the one that introduced him to the oh, prophecies. Okay, Dooku okay. like had, had a very strong interest in the prophecies at the beginning of his Jedi career. Mm-hmm. And then it was leading him down a path yeah, he didn't want to go down. Which, um, okay, so then let's get into that. Okay. Mm, anyways. So I was going to say something. but uh, So, yeah, the prophecies are pretty interesting to read about. And then some of them you hear, you start to think about some of the movies that you're you've like, already seen. you this line up like this? And you're like, yeah. oh, man. Like, the, you know, Qui-Gon maybe knew that something like right. this was going to happen. Uh, so that was very fascinating. And Obi-Wan, of course, is like, why? I don't care about any yeah, of this. Yeah, he's like, this is so boring. This, this is really is, None boring. of like, this is going to come true. Most of the apprentices are doing this. They're doing that. And here I am in the library yeah. studying old old prophecies. Well, and I you know? also think it's really funny that, like... Qui-Gon kept Obi-Wan to the basics. Like he'd never he never taught him any of the other stances. He taught him oh, the basic yeah. lightsaber techniques. He taught him the basic ways to get into the touch with the force to learn mm-hmm. to meditate and things like that. Whereas other Jedi masters were working with their apprentices to be like yeah, let's do 37 flips and figure out cool stuff to like yeah, cool yeah. combinations and it's which makes and then you 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 see um Qui-Gon's and especially, you know, only in the Phantom Menace, uh, the stance he has as a fighter is mm-hmm. very, very basic, right? Very, very strong. I think it's Form One. I, yeah, I don't. There's seven Jedi mm-hmm. dueling techniques. Giant nerd alert! I know. No, it's um, cool. 
And I believe his is form one. And then Obi-Wan adapts a new form yeah. later on, but it's not. Yeah, like it's like it's like even after episode two that mm-hmm. he adopts uh, this. The I think it's form three that he adopts. And then if you watch Rebels. Yeah. We're going to spoil it. I don't care. If you watch Rebels and when he comes up against Dooku, he goes back to form one the way yeah. Qui-Gon, which gave me chills because it was like in the book, it explains it like that was, you know, what he said that grounds you mm-hmm. in the force you know that's what you need and it's like yes that makes so much sense now um well and that's basically what he used against vader too yes. at the end too um anyway it's crazy. anyway so yeah it's awesome okay oh okay so the book um like you said there's a terrorist on this planet mm-hmm. and there's um and there's a they think it's one group but then it might not be that group right and then it's all and it, what's really funny is the plot is almost like episode one's trade federation yeah it's very similar yeah uh, or it's it's kind of a very boring um well it's the planet is basically run the the princess who's going to be a queen is basically just a figurehead for this corporation Mm -hmm. which i pronounce zerka yeah i was Uh, saying it's zerka yeah um, it's got a c in front of it so zerka zerka (laughs) um the zerka corporation which is I, I think even more powerful than the trade federation winds up being yes. um, at the time, of course. Yeah. Um, and uh, where was I going with that? And, and she's the, she's the, she's the, the figurehead mm-hmm. of that. And, and they allow slavery. They're kind of, they're a big evil corporation, but at the same time, they've got some good, good intentions and they're trying to get this um, hyperlane hyperspace lane Mm -hmm. open on this planet as like the main stop to get to wherever you're going and the jedi also want for this hyperdrive hyperspace lane to be open as well which is why they tell qui-gon and obi-wan you need to go there because this has to happen right but then when he's there qui-gon starts to have some visions and this is really cool because now we're getting uh qui-gon having visions Mm -hmm. ray had visions anakin had visions you know what i mean so it's like this is, this is the whole thing. Right. And the, and the cool part is, like, he's he's the one that's been studying the prophecies and honestly not even believing in them, just being yeah. like, well, there's lessons to be learned from these prophecies. Mm-hmm. How can I stop myself from going to the dark side? Things like that. And then he himself has this prophecy. And it's. And then, and then, and then it starts to drive him and he starts to figure out, like, yeah. hey, is, this the, is this right? Is this wrong? Am I going down the wrong path? Um, and there's really interesting, really good ter- inner turmoil with him. For sure, for sure. And then it builds to this amazing climax, which I didn't see coming, which is surprising because it's like... So I guess we should maybe time out for a second. Okay, what do we Like, got? how much further can we go talking about this book without giving um, anything well, away? Well, let's, let's just say... Okay, let's just... It, climax, it ends, and at the end we then see... It's not a spoiler. We see right because it's a scene that we saw in the movies. Yeah, and you see the relationship between Qui Gon and Obi Wan become the relationship we all knew in Episode One. Right. So it, we're not spoiling that with saying you know this is what happens because we all know it's gonna happen. Right. right when you're right. reading the book, you you know like they're gonna amend. They're gonna they're, be friends. They're gonna be friends because if if it if they weren't, then Episode One was just a. Oh, this book was pointless. Yeah, it we also ex- didn't even mention them inviting Qui Gon to be on the Jedi Council. Oh yet. yeah, that was that was oh, that was like dumb. the whole driving point mm-hmm. of of Obi Wan and Qui Gon's <laughs> relationship in this book was well, you know, I've been kind of thinking about him having a different master mm-hmm. anyway, um, which is and, crazy, by the way, to yeah. think about that Qui Gon being like. I don't think I could teach him anymore. Um, I think he needs a new master. Right. And then as soon as he's thinking that, 
the Jedi Council says you uh, we would like for you to join the council. And it's like, oh my gosh! And so and then then Obi Wan finds out through someone else. The chancellor he finds out through the chancellor, who's not Valorum at the yeah. time. It's Cash. Yeah. If I'm but they mistaken. mentioned Valorum. Yeah, they which, mentioned which was cool. Which was really cool. We'll, um, we'll get to that later. Um, and then so that's that's another um, dynamic in this in the story. That's another divide is, between their relationship and their friendship like, and things. Because there's a moment where like they'll get into an argument, and Obi Wan will be like, "Well, you got to." You're going to bail on me anyway. You're going to bail on me anyway, so who cares what you tell me? And you're like, oh my gosh. And then even Qui-Gon's like, crap, you know. And most of the stuff we've talked about is is literally in the first quarter of the book. Like, we really haven't given anything away. Yeah, we're not going to either. We're not. Not not, yet. Not yet. Uh, Okay, so (laughs) final thoughts on it before we switch over to... uh... Like, um, so the fun stuff. You know? So if if I'm just gonna give you a should you read this, shouldn't you read it? Like a like a scale of one through ten, let's say, mm-hmm. um, like a nine. Yeah, easily a nine. This book was fantastic. Oh, um, yeah. You know, it had good action, had great characters, new characters that you hadn't ever met before. That you were like, man, these are some cool mm-hmm. cool characters. I can't wait to see if there's if they're gonna show up in anything else that's being written. Um, Anyway, so I was I just had a thought like maybe oh. maybe they've already been in other Claudia Gray books and I didn't even notice yeah, like I was, Real I was thinking that too. or something. I was thinking about that. Um, too. Uh, sorry, I spaced out for a no, second. No, you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah, like just great characters. Qui Gon and Obi Wan are Qui Gon the Obi-Wan. jam, and yeah. like I've always wanted more stuff with them in mm-hmm. it. Um, it made me want to reread these books that I had when I was a kid. Jedi Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. and I don't even know where I could find those. So. I um I had. I, for some reason, I had like the first and the third and like the seventh book. Like my parents were always. Oh, did it both. go that deep? I had like four of them. I think, I think. They, I think they went. They went a little bit. I, might, I remember. I might go on Amazon and um, do some research. I remember here. my my parents just bought whichever one they found. Right. right. Just like the fact that they showed me Return of the Jedi first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, it's Star Wars. Give it to the kid. He'll, he'll love it. Um, <laughs> and they were right. And they were right. And here I am today. Um, but so for me, read it. Definitely read this 100%, book because yeah. it's it's one of the first books we're getting now that goes before the prequels and we're getting some more history now we're getting right. a lot more of what was going on what the jedi were thinking because you find out a lot about what the jedi are thinking and what how the council is being run well, at it's that also, point yeah and it's also intriguing to see like yeah maybe maybe it wasn't that hard for the sith to kind of sneak in behind yeah, them without them thinking of like realizing yeah, it. yeah exactly considering how they were acting and even qui-gon is like man the council's not the council's is not Rough. really doing what it should be doing, you know? <laughs> and then, which is, it then explains why Dooku left. And then mm-hmm. it explains. And then there's that moment. I was watching, I watched Attack of the Clones, just the scene with Dooku and mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. And he says, you know, Dooku says, I really wish Qui-Gon were here now. I, how I would have loved to have him. He goes, he wouldn't have joined you. He goes, yeah, you don't know him the way I yeah. do it. And, I, and you read the book, you kind of go, hmm. Yeah. You start to think now about what Qui-Gon would have done. Like how insane would it have been if Qui-Gon had gone with Dooku during the Clone Wars, like how much more powerful but Dooku would have that been. That being said, the book led me, led me to feel that Qui-Gon would have never gone with Dooku. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Obi-Wan was right. Yeah. He was ultimately right, but it was just yeah. a fun thought I had where I was like, yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah. Um, there was some, there was some stuff in there. Where I was just like, dang, this book is good. <laughs> yeah, this book, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a great read. Um, like Oliver, if you haven't read a Claudia Gray book, you need to read a Claudia. Gray yeah. Book, those the, books. the last, without giving anything away, like the last, quarter of this book my heart was just doo, 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 yeah. the whole time i was like oh, i can't read this fast enough and yeah. consume it quick enough because i have to know what's going to happen in the next 500 pages yeah that's not 500 that's it's not even that yeah. long oh yeah no no it's like 333 i think it's 355 yeah it's okay it's it's but it's it's a good book definitely pick it up definitely read it 
And if you don't want to hear any more, you can cut off now. Yeah, because we we about to go take a trip to Spoiler yeah, Town. We're about to go to Spoiler Town. <laughs> uh, wait, before we go, okay, before we oh, before, before we go to Spoiler before Town, before we go to Spoiler Town, okay. So Rail Avios or Avros? Avros, Avros said it. Yeah. Um, if if this were a movie, mm-hmm. who, which actor could you see play that role? It would have to be Ooh. older than than Liam Neeson. At, at that point Oof. when it came out. So um, which actor could you have seen play that role? So I read books kind of weird. I don't normally put actors into the okay. things. Um, <laughs> so I don't, do you, are you familiar with Overwatch at all? No. So there's a character in Overwatch who's a cowboy. Mm-hmm. His name is McCree. And I that pictured, yeah. <laughs> I pictured, well, I mean, he didn't look exactly like that. Like he was like an aged up version with gray mm-hmm. in the temples and, and, you know, scruffy looking, um, who's scruffy looking, who's scruffy um, looking? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I definitely pictured him with like McCree's speaking voice. So it's just kind of okay. like a, like a real deep, um, country, I, like it's high noon kind I, of thing going on. I went opposite. I went yeah? with, um, somebody who's, I first time I went with like, who, what actor could, could be in a Star Wars film mm-hmm. that you could see be like in the middle between Dooku and and Qui Gon. And for me, I was like Willem Dafoe. Like I thought, I think oh. Willem Dafoe would have like if he came in as a Jedi, you'd have to and, gruff him up, like yeah, give him some stubble. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that though. Yeah, just the the way he spoke, the mannerisms he had. And thinking about the way you know Willem Dafoe speaks, I was like, hmm. Yeah, because he just said some stuff that was like to me was like. Like he was from Texas. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> like he was a good old boy. It's I don't like, know. For me, I saw like that Willem Dafoe. He's like, like um, I can't think of the line, but there was a few things that I, I was like, yeah, okay. I can see it though. I'm not. I'm not going to see it wrong. It's, it's your imagination. Do whatever Thanks, you man, want with I it. Appreciate. <laughs> oh, before we, uh, if you're watching this video, this is a cool pin. I know if you watched our um, my haul video, yeah, I showed you the pin. But yeah, here's the pin that I. Got. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's on my backpack right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's get to. The, the juicy part. Let's take the train the... to Spoiler Town. So I, 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 um, I highlighted a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um, and one of them, which was the main one, which everyone highlighted. And I, okay, don't judge. I bought the digital copy of the book because I took this out in public and like I started to like kind of. Right. I was like, no, 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 like, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is too valuable. This is too awesome yeah. for me to do that with. So, um, so a prophecy was, was read or you read some of the prophecies in the book. And one of them was only through sacrifice of many Jedi will the order cleanse the sin done to the nameless. Mm-hmm. The danger of, of the past is not past, but sleeps in an egg. When the egg cracks, it will threaten the galaxy entire, which is like, okay, so it, the danger of the past, it's like this little small thing. And then once it's open, it's kind of just right. explode. Um, when the force itself sickens past and future must split and combine. A chosen one shall come, born of no father, and be, and through him will ultimate balance in the force be restored. Okay, boom. So Obviously, Anakin. So there's the prophecy. There's the prophecy that Qui Gon, when he met, when he met Anakin, he was like, "Man, this kid's like, pretty <gasps> strong." And then, and then when she said there was no father, he was like, "This is it." The fact that he doesn't just like poop his pants on screen <laughs> is sort of incredible <laughs> so we finally hear the the the, the full legend right. of anakin skywalker and why he was like "Ooh, this is this is this, this has could, to be him yeah you know? but then we get to a little a little part here let me see if i can bring it up sorry i'm my technology is not working okay it says uh visions from the force always have a meaning deeper than what first appears if this is a vision then i must find what is hidden within it so I immediately thought about Ray with the vision she had. Right. There's more meaning. There's deeper meaning than what we all saw. Right. With that vision. 
Um, I mean, that was my interpretation. That's why I highlighted it. What do you like? Um, <laughs> I don't think I was thinking about it in terms of Ray necessarily mm-hmm. when I read it. I think he, I was thinking about the way that he was perceiving what was happening to him at that moment. Um, because this is before he even went into the, uh, the chalice, right? The crimson mm-hmm. chalice yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. it was called. Um, and so he was trying, he was just trying to figure out what his thing meant in mm-hmm. my opinion, but it could saying. definitely, um, be applied to Ray's force yeah, vision yeah. from, from force awakens where she's seeing the scene where Vader and Luke are fighting and she's seeing when Kylo the, Ren and the Knights of Ren are destroy doing all the, uh, up and coming Jedis and things like that. And the other thing that I really liked about this book, to, sorry to get off of the no, thing, go for it, man. Go but for it, it. it kind of gave you a look into the, the, crash the crash system into the padawan system into the knight system into the master oh, system yeah, 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 yeah. i thought that was fantastic <laughs> i i really like that where they would take like they would find the the potential future jedi and things mm-hmm. like that oh yeah heck yeah. loved it which, anyway which makes finding anakin that much more crazy for all right. of them and they were like why are yeah because you... they found obi-wan kind of late and he was like four yeah they were like <laughs> i think even yoda was like you know i know we gave him to you when you know when he was much too old, right, you know, right, when he right. was four. You're like, uh, that's really not. Four? <laughs> I was like, did you see Anakin? Um, yeah, that dude and it was like nine. One of the parts that got me, the prophecy about the woman who was born to and would give birth to darkness. Mm-hmm. I was like, who are they referring to? What is what is that? Is that that sounds like Shmi and is Anakin? That Shmi and Anakin. Yeah. Okay, so that was another cool thing that they had in there. But uh, I mean, it could have been born to. And will produce darkness. That could be Leia, exactly, because which, she was Anakin. Freaks me out. And yeah. she was born after Anakin turned to the dark side. Mm-hmm. So but, it could be Leia to Kylo. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that was one of the things. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a couple different ways to interpret that. And even he says, "Well, that might refer to the ancient Duchess of Malastare, whose father had waged war." Like he has another. Right. And then okay, so another prophecy said the Sith would disappear, yet appear again. Mm-hmm. Most of the notes on this prophecy interpreted as potential reincarnation of the Sith order but Qui-Gon wondered whether it might not be referring to a specific Sith a legendary Sith Darth Rend W-R-E-N-D don't right. worry it's not Rend because that would have been nuts who had believed dead but returned to re- re- wage war against the Jedi once more mm-hmm. so there's there's that prophecy that actually did come to pass where the Jedi or the Sith did disappear and, and then, then they came back they came back and always two there are no more no less. <laughs> uh, the future is always in motion. We cannot put our faith in such visions, which made me start to think also of Ray. Like right, you know. right. And so oh, and Luke and Luke, um, of course, and with Luke. the vision on Dagobah. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, which is very true. So a lot of these visions that you're, you know, in the movies, you now you're starting to think like how we are interpreting them and how the characters are interpreting them might not be right. The what right they're thing. what they're seeing they're in the movies, especially they're interpreting as fact. Um, things that will happen without a shadow of a doubt. Whereas, you know, even Yoda's like, that may not happen. It may not happen exactly the way you're picturing mm-hmm. it. It may be a semblance of something that could happen. Which is what happened with Anakin. He told Anakin, like, hey, like, you know, don't yeah, do not do And then Anakin ended up like me, like, oh, this is what's going to happen. This is what I have to do this. And then... Yeah, well, and Anakin's, uh, both of his, actually, the one with his mother and the one with his wife turned into self self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. Um, because he could not have possibly foreseen him being the reason Padme eats it. Yeah, very true. Um, but you know he is the reason. Yeah, he <laughs> it's is totally true. his fault. 
this part gave me goosebumps. Uh, I am one with the Force, Obi-Wan thought, recalling mm-hmm. an old saying of the Guardians of the Wills, the Force is with me. Yep. So Obi-Wan says, I am one with the Force. That was, the force that was right me. after he was super pissed off, right? No, that was when he was about to like go into the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, it's, it's crazy. There's, there's this big battle going on around them, and he's all by himself. Yep. And he's like, all right, I'm one with the Force. Yeah. The Force is with me. I was like, that He's like, the Guardians awesome. of the Wills say this, and it's a, it's a good saying, man. It's a great saying. Yeah. If you don't say it every day, you're not a Star Wars fan. I actually um, said it today at work. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I was There was a... This book actually popped into my head earlier because a, a customer really, really frustrated me to the point where I was like shaking with anger. Oh, boy. And I uh, I stepped away for a little bit. I don't know if you've got it highlighted, but he's... The line where him and Avros are talking is like the path to darkness isn't like a one-step thing. It's something you have to work at constantly and all that kind of stuff. I was so angry at the time. I was like... <laughs> I was like, all right, it's something I have to work at. I need to calm down. I need to get away from the anger. And then I popped into I'm one with the force, forces with me. <laughs> so, just, see, Star Wars can help you with uh, all, any situation. Anger management, man. I came go. back from my lunch break. I was good to go, man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> only, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that's the only way to do it, but that's a, that's a way that's to do it. That's the best way to do it. That's the best way to do it. Um, okay, although Qui-Gon had recovered his faith in prophecies, he understood better than ever before how that belief could lead to darkness. The desire to know the future sprang from the desire to control the future. The right. desire to control the future sprang from fear, the fear of the deathless pain and loss the future might hold. Right. Anakin Skywalker. Fear leads it's to anger. Very, yeah, anger leads to hate. Hate, hate leads to suffering. suffering. And then the the wanting to control the future, mm-hmm. it's impossible. You can't do that. Right. And, but Anakin did his best, and which ended up ruining everything. Right. Like, Self-fulfilling so, prophecy. So that was, uh, I was like, ooh, okay. Taco Donna. Yes. They okay, Taco Donna, if you don't remember, was the beautiful green planet on the Force Awakens that Han Solo takes Ray and Finn to. Where Moscanata's Castle is Castle one of the coolest is. taverns on the face of so, in the galaxy of Star Wars. So Rail is sitting there smoking the death stick, by the way. I think Death Sticks is just a cigarette. Just a cigarette. Or which, a cigar, probably. Which made me laugh. Which like, is another reason I pictured him as a cowboy with a big old cigar oh, popping yeah. out of his mouth. Want to buy some death sticks? Anybody want to buy a death stick? Um, so I was like, oh, they brought it back. Death sticks are are, are still relevant in yeah. Star Wars. Um, well, they said death sticks a couple of times in the oh, book, yeah. too. Yeah, that's all he was smoking was yeah. a death stick. And then um, he says, Rail nodded at the person who brought his drink, a small, wizened creature who wore goggles and a strand of beads. Yeah. I was like, oh, Maz. Yeah. I, I, was I, in I was the like, book. oh, my God, Maz Kanata's in this book. Like, what in the world? That's the next thing Claudia should write is a Maz Kanata. Oh, book. my God. Claudia Gray, if you're listening to this, which we know she is. I mean, obviously. Obviously, she's like our best friend. Yeah, she's awesome. Anyways, if write a book about this, please, because Maz Kanata, her, her story through, like, she's, she's as old as Yoda. Right. She's seen some stuff. Yeah, she's right. awesome. So, please. Please, right I just there. need more Maz in the movies. Okay, so here was where this was the biggest one. This is the one where you like, yeah, this is the one the where group. I texted yeah. everybody in the group. I was like, holy smokes! I think they just dropped the biggest Easter egg for Episode Eight, no. Nine, Nine. What am I saying? Rise of Episode, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. He who learns to conquer death will, through his greatest student, live again. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was kind of just like a throwaway line in the book, but after the laugh in the Rise of Skywalker trailer, yep. all the theories going around that Sidious is still alive, this now proves, you know, it's possible. Well, I don't know that we can say it. It proves it, but it, it could be referring to Darth Plagueis and Darth Sidious. Mm-hmm. Or it could be referring to Darth Sidious and somebody and, else. I mean... 
we don't know. Yeah, I mean it's why it's wild, man. You could you could guess so, anything, but it, the way I would interpret that, which again is a path to the dark side, and mm-hmm. I don't want to go down it. Okay, um, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, is is you know Sidious is involved in there somehow. Palpatine mm-hmm. is what that prophecy is about. Mm-hmm. In what capacity, I don't know. So let me ask you this question: Is there? Do you think there is a way Darth Plagueis? could be introduced in episode nine, the rise of Skywalker. I mean, there's a, there's definitely a way. Like, do you think they're going to go that way or are they going to, I just, don't think we're going to see Darth skip, Plagueis. Skip it. And then it's Sidious. Sidious. I somehow. think it'll be Sidious. So Sidious somehow conquers death. I mean, let's just say this is what they're talking about. Right. Sidious conquers death and through his greatest student, he lives again. Mm-hmm. Who was his greatest student? I mean, we all suspect it was Anakin. Well, and Homeboy had a ton of freaking apprentices, right? Yeah. He Cause had, he had, he had Maul. He Dooku, had Dooku. Vader. Vader. And then, who knows what he did afterward? You know what I mean? And so there's... Well, who knows how many people, like, in the Inquisitors, he was like, yeah, you're you're totally going to be my next apprentice. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So... He was always playing playing people. So we don't know. We don't know. We it don't know. Be, it could be... It could... I think it's probably referring to Plagueis and Sidious. Because um, through his greatest student lives again or something along those mm-hmm. lines. So, I, you know... But yeah, it, when you texted the group, I was like, "Oh, I'm almost there," and I was I started reading, and I was like, "Goosebumps!" Yeah, <laughs> cause, yeah, because you're like, "Who who is it referring to?" And for me, I'm gonna say it's Sidious. It's Sidious and somebody else. I think Claudia Gray was given a little bit of info, and she was able to drop that in the book. Yeah, to be like, "Boom, here it is." Qui Gon knew something was gonna. Or happen. she dropped it in the book and was like, "Am I close?" And they were like, <laughs> "We're not gonna say yes, but we're gonna keep it in the book." Yeah, for sure. Um, Oh, okay. So one thing in the book, uh, Obi Wan loves to fly. Yes. In the book, Obi Wan, Obi Wan loves, loves. He loves it. He's like, oh yeah, I, I want to see this new ship so I could see how it yeah, works. It's, and, it's crazy. He's like going out of his way to examine spacecraft, mm-hmm. and you're like, I was like in episode two. He's like, this is why I hate flying. This is why I hate flying. I hate flying. You know, I hate flying, Anakin. And I'm just like, where did this dude come from? Where, why would he love flying yeah, all of a sudden? And then even in Return of the, in Revenge of the Sith when they're flying and he's like, this is why I hate flying. Yeah. You know? And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then you find out that, okay, so in the ending of the book, they're in a, he's in a ship within a ship within another ship. All right. So he's like in a small, because they're in the, the Yeah, that's ship. right. He is. So, he's in the Merricks. Yeah. And which then is he, in the. Um, which And then he boards the. Facet. Right. Yeah. Right. The facet, which is inside the Merricks, which is inside Xerxes. Um, leverage, which yeah, is, the leverage. Which is okay, basically so it's a ship within a ship within a <laughs> ship. So he's in this small little ship. He's in the hangar, which it's a huge. Uh, the leverage is like a, it's basically like star destroyer yeah. sized uh, and, ship. And, and so he he starts to shoot the droids. Which by the way, are those battle droids? They didn't really specify. I don't know if they're Trade Federation battle droids, but they are because Droidica was what a lot of them mm-hmm. were called. So I still pictured the normal Trade Federation mm-hmm. Droidicas, the rollers with the personal shields. Do you think they uh, they became like the Zerka? Zerka could have become the the Trade Federation or or been bought out by the Trade Federation. Maybe. So anyways, yeah. anyways, 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 because I have a feeling. Spoiler alert: the loss of this hyperspace lane probably didn't help the Zerka corporation oh yeah much, which, you know which I mean? they would make way for the trade federation to buy them which makes the trade federation right 
all like superior. and then the trade federation like disney's them and absorbs them yeah. into themselves. <laughs> that's a good way to put it yeah okay so back to obi-wan back to Obi-Wan. so obi-wan's in this ship he's in the hangar and he's firing and then he hits a button which then turns on the automatic pilot if you may it's automatic it's like a seeker pilot i guess yeah. right now I, I don't know how he wound up on the bridge i didn't know what it was seeking necessarily but all of a I'm, sudden it was like it took off without him and he couldn't control it and he's in there yelling. Well, he could he could control aspects of it, but it, mm. he couldn't stop the ship. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. Because um, it was just going, and he's he's literally flying down like twisting hallways. Yeah. In. <laughs> so imagine imagine the Death Star trench know, run, trin- yeah, times a thousand, it, but inside, yeah, like, inside a ship. And he's in there, and it's so funny because yeah. you're like, "Oh my gosh!" And then he gets to the bridge, and it finally—I guess it was trying to find the bridge. Yeah, I think that's what. I and it's about. it stops on the bridge, and he pops out, and he's like, "Okay, what do I do?" Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, um, Qui Gon mentions something to him, and he goes, "Actually, no, I never want to be. I never want to fly again. I, never I hate fly. flying. I hate flying." So I was like, "Oh, there it is." So that was how. Um, yeah, that's how that all that worked cracked out. me up, man. Um, and so the book ends on at. Qui-Gon's funeral mm-hmm. we then go to it was before before then it goes to after and now we're at Qui-Gon's funeral and that was a really cool way to look at it so the last two books that I the last two Star Wars books that I read were um Queen of Naboo the E.K. Johnson book uh, Queen Shadow Queen Shadow and then this one right mm-hmm. and those two had such a cool parallel ending in my opinion oh, like yeah, if you yeah, read yeah. them back to back like like you and I did essentially mm-hmm. um <laughs> Because they shoot, Cause they both they both shoot forward to a funeral. To the funeral, and it's ones of Padme and the other ones of Qui Gon, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. So to me, I was just like, man, that's a beautiful parallel, right? Yeah, it was a great parallel. I mean, they they really, I think the books are getting much, not much better. The books are their books are always great, but now we're getting to like they're they're able to go further back, and now they're adding more and right. more to that to that beginning of you know of episode. And one. I, I and, keep I'm wanting. We probably won't get it before the movie comes. We probably won't get any of the books that I really want mm-hmm. until after La- uh, Rise of Skywalker comes out. But something from The Last Jedi to The Rise of Skywalker. I want some connectivity there. Dude, I want something from Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens. I mean, well, I mean we, we've got some stuff with I that. I mean, I want, I want Ben Solo as a kid with Leia and Han. Ben Solo and Luke training. So, uh, yeah, that would be fantastic, That's too. What I want. But, I mean, we've got, like... Um, the solo book that came out right around the same time as solo. Did. And you got aftermath too. You've got aftermath. You've got, um, the other Claudia gray book with uh, lost Blair. stars lost and, and bloodline as well. Bloodline. Um, lost stars a little bit, but yeah. that pretty much finishes right after the battle of Jakku. Um, so we've got, we've got more connectivity between six and seven. than we do between, than we do between any of the other ones and granite seven and eight, like is within a couple of hours of each other. So which, yeah, which is pretty great. Um, um I think, uh, Triple Force Friday. Take Triple it. Force Friday. I think Triple Force Friday. We're Triple gonna Force get, Friday. I'm not going to say it anymore. I think we're going to get some... Um, I think we're going to get a few books on that day. You think? Journey to the to the Rise of Skywalker. We're going to get those books. Um, well, and the thing is, I also I don't read a lot of the, like, designed for less than 13-year-old books. Oh, okay, you know so what I mean? I've, I've picked up a couple of them. I picked up... Uh, there was one that took place right before episode seven that had Ray, Poe, and uh, Finn that had a storyline from each oh, one of them. Oh, before the awakening. Before the yeah, awakening. Yeah, yeah, you let me you let me borrow that one. Yeah, it was pretty it's yeah, pretty solid. It, was pretty it wasn't good. written for anybody over the age of seventeen no, it wasn't. really, but it was it wasn't. okay. It was all right. Um 
I forgot where I was going with that. So what you're saying is you think they're only going to release those types of books? I'm worried that that's what they're going to release. I don't know, because because with... um, I mean, okay, I can't say. I mean, okay, yes. Claudia Gray's Lost Stars came out, Force Awakens, right. Journey of the Force Awakens. Um, Claudia Gray's Princess of Alderaan came out, Journey of the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I hope she's working on another book right now <laughs> that comes out on Triple Force Friday. Triple Force Friday. That we can pick up. Because if she does, I'm buying that book immediately. See, I don't see that happening, but they are. there's, what, two other books coming out within the next two months, yeah, right? Yeah, well, I mean, those are introducing um, Alphabet. Alphabet Squadron. And then also Black Spire. They're, they're, right. they're getting the Galaxy's, uh, Galaxy's Edge going. And um, I picked up some... The Black Spire is has a comic book series that's mm-hmm. coming out, and I picked up the first one just to see if it was worth reading. Which I'm gonna pick up all of them, <laughs> and like, but I'll buy, I'll wait till they come out and trade. And it was pretty good. It was Han Solo and Chewie running a mission for um, Doc. I can't remember oh, his last yeah. name. Doc um, on Black Spire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thorian. Uh, I forgot his name, but yeah, um, he's in so, our video. If you go back, watch one of our videos. Yeah, yeah. I, I got him in there. Um, and it, they, they're running a mission to get him a baby Sarlacc. Interesting. It's bizarre. It's wild, man. It was quite a ride. Uh, shifting gears, I looked at a um, because uh, my wife and I are going to be going to Disney in November. Mm-hmm. So excited! Disneyland, by the way, not Disney World. Disneyland. And I was looking from our hotel to the to the park, and it's super. I don't know how we got lucky, but we got really lucky. Um. And I was looking, and just I was like, I wonder where Galaxy's Edge is going to be. And mm-hmm. I just look in the corner, and it's just this huge, it's a big old chunk huge of Disneyland space. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be great, man. I'm, yeah. I'm so excited for that thing. Uh, so anyway, back to the books. Uh, so yeah, they're only releasing those in the next couple of months, right? Um, but I think we may get two or three, uh, the Journey to the Rise of Skywalker. We have, I would, we have I would hope get... we'd get something, but I have a I have a feeling it's not going to be written by Claudia Gray. Man, Claudia Gray. Please. I would love her to write another one. And the fact that she's put out three in the last three years, basically. Maybe four, four years. Four years, yeah. Four in the last four years. Yeah, that's right. Lost Stars. Yeah. I mean, that one she had a little bit longer. Bloodline came out of nowhere. Like, I yeah. forgot about Bloodline. Uh, it wasn't until... When like... it felt like Bloodline and Princess of Alderaan were just like, pop, pop. Yeah, <laughs> which was nuts, which is why I'm saying she might do it. She oh, might. I, I would be very much in favor uh, of it. Personally, uh, with Claudia Gray's books that we've we've read, we've read them all from the Star Wars era. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, Bloodline is still my favorite. Um, it's still my favorite Star Wars story that she wrote. Lost Stars. That she's written. That okay. she's written. Lost Stars is pretty great. Uh, Princess of Alderaan is 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 pretty good. It's not my favorite, and this one was pretty great. Too. Lost Stars is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, by a landslide. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I liked Lost Stars. I thought it was good, but there was a lot of like, it's it's a it wasn't, love story. It wasn't written for Joseph. Like, let's just be honest. It was good. I liked mm-hmm. the the connectivity, the the tissues that made mm-hmm. the movies flow, and I liked the two main characters. But I just kind of was like. This isn't this isn't for me. Like no, well, before we go on, uh, one of our listeners uh, he wrote us. I forgot. Sorry, man, I forgot your name. He said he heard somewhere he might have a good source that Claudia Gray was, would be working on the sequel to Lost Stars, which I would be all which, in favor because of. of where the book ends. You're like, dude, I want like another 400 pages of what happens right, after. Right, that, I would definitely know? read a sequel to it. So hopefully that's what she does. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. but Lost Stars, yeah, I get you. Okay, so what about Bloodline? Uh, I loved Bloodline, but I, I my personal favorite is this one, and then Princess Leia, of Princess Alderaan. of Alderaan. I loved Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Prince, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, um, for me, one chapter would be kind of like the love story, mm-hmm. and then the next chapter would be like, oh my god, this is awesome. Right. And then Love Story. See, I think I was willing, I was able to kind of 
blur out the love story part for me. But the the parts where Leia was like, "Oh, I think I can do this," and then uses the Force without mm-hmm. even thinking about it, or From, um, when she found crate, or like, when she found crate, I was I almost like ripped my hair. I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> I was like, "This answers a lot of questions." Yes. And then um, you find out about her mother, how her mother almost died, and Brea, why, yeah, and why her mother. Oh, Brea is mentioned in yeah, Brea is mentioned in uh, Master and Apprentice, which as was, is um, Naboo, Naboo. Uh, who she, I, I don't know that it, she, it's not Pod, uh, Padme at the time. It's no. probably the lady right before. Yeah, her. she says there's there are younger queens on Naboo. Yeah, and I was like, cool. I was like that's tight. And then she mentions Brea. Organa, and I was like, "That's even cooler, man." <laughs> man. Uh, so yeah, like I said, they're they're adding this extra layer to the prequels, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm excited to see like what's gonna happen next. And I, like I said, I, I hope Journey to the Rise of Skywalker happens. I, I mean, I would gladly read whatever she puts out. She's mm-hmm. she's done nothing but fire. Like oh, everything yeah. she's put out has been fantastic. And yeah, so everything far. like. Yeah, as soon as we heard she was writing a book, we're like, yes. And then the day we were there, they're like, oh, the book's going to come out today. We're like, it's going to come out two days early. We're like, we're going to, no, yeah. it came out a week early. Was it a week early? Yeah, because it, it was it was on the shelf. Okay, so fun fact, fun story. Okay, <laughs> so we got the book Thursday, Bounty Hunters. Uh, Bounty Hunter preview. Preview. Yeah. Um, What was it? Thursday, Saturday, they had a sign there. Totally Master and Apprentice will be available to you on uh tuesday the next tuesday right because they were completely they were sold 100 sold out yeah i mean I, looking back i'm like man i cannot believe we got this thing like this thing is and the, it's just a beautiful cover yeah it's, it's actually my her. it's my phone it's background your, right that's now. beautiful that is awesome <laughs> um but yeah so we're uh we're back from celebration and now we're trying to work to go back to celebration yeah. again and no there is no information out thus yet, far thus far um, May the 4th is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. We will have a podcast out to y'all on the 5th. We'll get to do May the 4th and, or May the 4th be with you in Revenge of the 5th. Yeah. We're going to be there. Sorry. Or something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, uh, anything else? Anything else we should, have? um, we didn't really talk. We didn't. We really didn't spoil this too much. We didn't spoil. We just gave you a lot of cool little, little like, tidbits, tidbits, little, little things to look forward to. We could have spoiled the hell out of this. But, oh yeah. Um, yeah. And for me though, that that reveal when it happened, I was like, "Get out!" Yeah, of here. it was. It. I. You can ask my wife. I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and I wasn't expecting it either. I was like, "I'm reading it," and then the moment happens, and mm-hmm. I just went. <gasps> yeah. Wife looked at me, and I was like, "Oh man, that, yeah. That that's now that wasn't supposed to happen." There's so much packed into the like the first three force of this book are good but they're kind of meandering mm-hmm. and then you get in the last quarter and you're just like flip 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 like yeah because so much is at stake at that moment that you just you have to know what happens right. next and um i i was hoping for um i know it sounds weird i was hoping for a mention or a i know i'm kind of reaching with my ray references but i was i was hoping for a reference of ray that mm-hmm. qui-gon had like that's what I was really, really kind of. Yeah, like, I didn't think man, that was going to happen. Man, I wanted it so bad. But it all it all leads to her eventually. Yeah, through the story one way or another. And so. what is it, what does Luke say in the uh, the trailer? A thousand generations live mm-hmm. in you now, and it's like, man, oh my gosh, I'm so pumped for the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I'm sorry, the rise of Skywalker can't get here any sooner. December twentieth. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so I saw Endgame, and they showed the trailer mm-hmm. before it. It's still it's still had a i just had a big smile on my face i still had chills and i was like man i hope 
I want the world to be as excited for in, for the Rise of Skywalker as I am. Yeah, yeah. I do too. And uh-huh. I, I think I, I said it on my solo podcast last week, but I've been kind of working through mm-hmm. uh, my Star Wars collection right now. <laughs> I I finished the prequels. I watched Solo, and I'm about halfway through season one of Rebels right now because <laughs> um, I'm still on that. I'm on that high, man, and like. God, so good. Everything's so good. I cannot wait. And it's all going to lead up to The Rise of Skywalker. And that, that's what I want. Okay, so we're going to... The the trailer that they show in... Um, it'll probably be October, mm-hmm. right? The trailer they show in October has to convey that. That the story has been leading to this moment. Right. Episode 1 leads to Rebels, which leads to... Rogue One, which leads yes. to Empire, which leads to Rey being yes. the end of the line, like the beginning of the end of the line of the Jedi. Yes. They need to do that because because I was I was having a discussion with a friend of mine and I was like, you know, I, I think Rise of Skywalker, if they do it right, the Rise of Skywalker could make more money. And he goes, no, there's no way. I think they can And do I it. was like, I think they could. He goes, dude. Avengers was 11 years in the making. And I'm like, did you literally just say Star that to Wars me? Star Wars was 40 plus years like, in the making. 42 years in the making was Star Wars. Yeah. They're like, oh, I didn't think about that. I was like, okay. And I started thinking, I was like, wait, they need to they need to start promoting right. it that way. Right. If they do that, I'm pretty well, sure. Well, even if they do a trailer similar to what they did with Endgame, where it's, you know, Iron Man coming out of the sand and mm-hmm. like with his old school Iron Man suit and cap and being all skinny and not reaching up to the thing. If they do something even similar to that, a million butts in the seats oh, right dude. away. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Like, if the trailer starts off with... Like Obi Wan talking, and then you see images from the prequels and Anakin's talking, and then they just promote it that it was all leading to this moment, and then you see Ray turning on the lightsaber. I'd be like, "This is gonna be awesome." Okay, Topher Grace did that amazing trailer, yeah, yeah. and he ended it the way that I was like, "I wanted to end," and then it ended that way. I was like, "Cool," with Ray turning on the lightsaber. Yeah. I was like, "That was the way to do it," and that's what they need to do. Hire Topher Grace, Lucasfilm. He'll make the trailer for you. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, so, yeah. Thank y'all for listening to this little bonus episode. I uh, hope you like it. hope you can pick up a book. Uh, we, get, we got a little Princess. rambly at the end there. But yeah, you know. Because we, we haven't talked about Star Wars together yes, in like since, two weeks. So. Yeah, since Celebration. Uh, Jones and pretty bad. All right. And uh, I, I've changed. I, I shaved my face. I don't even look like myself anymore. Uh, I but, might be doing the same thing pretty soon here. <laughs> it, it, it's getting hot in Texas. Yeah. Right? We gotta, but don't worry. When we go to Anaheim, I'm pretty sure we'll have our beards back because that's, yeah, how, that's how we're known. And also, I'm too lazy to shave on a regular basis. (laughs) But, uh, yes, thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to check out uh, all of our other episodes we have. Be sure to look out on YouTube for our our celebration coverage that we did. So much fun. So much fun. Um, And we'll be back this week, weekend, with another episode. And thank you for listening. May the force be with you. Always. (laughs) It's a trap.